0: Hi, this is Susan Taney and Kathy Poblowski from Lost Dogs of America radio podcast. Our guest today is Rob Goddard of Helping Lost Pets. For the last several years, Helping Lost Pets and Lost Dogs of America has partnered to create a national centralized database. All of our state organizations use the Helping Lost Pets system to generate reports and create lost and found listings. Hope inc- Help includes all animals, not just dogs. So if you're listening and you are missing your cat, bird, horse, turtle, ferret, or any other animals, please register your pets with Helping Lost Pets. We also want to mention that April 23rd is National Lost Dog Awareness Day, created by Lost Dogs of America. We thought it would be a good opportunity to interview Rob and talk about how his system can help more more lost pets get home.
1: So Rob, thanks for joining us today. And first question we want to ask you is what inspired you to start Helping Lost Pets?
2: Well, thank you for having me. And, you know, it's a great uh, introduction when I hear Lost Dogs of America and all the state organizations using it. And, you know, that was one of the reasons why I was inspired to start the website, because I did see a very large number of people out helping people to find their pet when they were missing. Some were, you know, organized groups, and some were just, you know, the average person out trying to help. You know, it all seemed to come together all at once. Um, Back when I started this, I was volunteering for pet rescue, and someone emailed me a flyer for their lost pet that was lost 300 miles away. And I thought I really have no way to help because of the distance. But if there was a way to receive an email alert for missing pets near me, then I could possibly help with that one. I also knew that a high percentage of pets ending up in pet rescue or at a shelter were really just lost. And if there was a centralized database where people could look at all lost and found pets, then so many more would get home and
1: save. Wow, so that's that's great info. So it's really just was a a kind of a passion for helping pets that you saw, you know, a a problem that you saw that could be solved.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. And I should add too that uh, I have my own computer company, and it was uh, my own company that allowed me to do this because uh, it was very expensive to build the site, and it's expensive to maintain it. But fortunately. Uh, my company was able to fund
0: fund that. Okay, great. So Rob, how does it work and what does an owner do or a finder do to register their pet on your site?
2: Well, the first step is just to go to the website and list list either uh, your pet that's missing or if you found a pet, list the found pet. And then uh, the first thing that's going to happen is email alerts are going to be sent out to shelters, vet clinics, pet rescues, volunteer groups, and anyone else that has signed up to receive alerts. Uh, they can create flyers right away and print them and get them put up. And flyers actually are still the number one way that pets do get home. Um, you know, it sounds pretty low-tech, but it really does work for many pets. But, you know, the real power of the website is all the volunteers across the country that use it as they also post uh, your listing on Facebook, on, uh, you know, and other social media. So groups like Lost Dogs of America, Lost Cats of America, you know, we even have shelters that list their found pets with us, shelters like Toronto Animal Services, Chicago Animal Care and Control, Maricopa County Animal Care and Control, Walton County
1: Animal Services, just to name a few
2: that use the website.
1: Wow, that's great. And I gotta say, I mean, in, in Wisconsin, I mean, just one of the, the life-saving parts of, of what you have provided us is that ability for an owner or a finder to create a flyer right away. I mean, then they don't even have to wait for us to post it onto social media. They can go to your site, register their, uh, lost or found dog and create flyers right away and print those out and start distributing them. And that has brought so many dogs home because when owners are in a panic, you know, everybody says, "Oh, well, you can just go and make a template in PowerPoint or something, a fire, flyer template." But when owners are in a panic, they they can't think like that. They need it to be easy to to uh, create that flyer, and that's what your
0: system has done for us. It's made it easy for an owner to create a flyer. And I wanted to go back to one thing that Rob said um, was that pe- that <clears throat> shelters, rescues, animal control facilities, or People actually sign up to receive the reports. A lot of times, what we see um, <clears throat> other organizations saying, well, every vet clinic, every uh, organization gets a, um, a report from us. But we know that sometimes that can really end at a dead end, you know, a dead end because they're not checking. But as long as the organization does sign up, they know that they're getting a report for helping lost pets. You think that makes a difference, don't you, Rob? Because they're actually well, signing up to receive the report.
2: It really sure does make a difference. And one of the reasons that um, it's not a good idea to just be sending alerts out to shelters that haven't signed up is because there's anti spam laws and things like that. And, and they don't want to get that. So oftentimes they'll blacklist you if you do those sorts of things. So, you know, we do encourage any shelters or anyone who wants to receive those alerts to sign up, but they do have to do it themselves. We can't just push them out automatically.
0: Okay, yeah. so let's,
1: let's talk numbers. So uh, first of all, how long have you been doing this? Um, and do you have an idea of how many pets have been listed with you and how many reunions have been facilitated?
2: Um, sure, well, you know, it's been 10 years now since that first email came to me and I started researching how people found their missing pet and quite frankly I was dumbfounded to learn that I could see all the houses for sale on a map in my area but there was not one website that I could find that had missing and found pets on a map and, and you know and I know that um, you know people like to search by zip code or by city and things like that but it's that visual representation that I really believe was going to help so many pets get home. Wow. Um, so it's just one of the aspects of, of the website that, that work. Um, you know, when I started the website, it was launched in 2010, it took us about six months to build a prototype. But the very first pet ID that was listed actually was the number one. Um, and today, every uh, pet that's processed gets a sequential ID and it's just added on and today I looked on their website and today we processed a pet with an ID of 2,753,030. Wow. So you know each lost found or adoptable pet gets added. Um, so over the years we've had over 250,000 lost pets listed and over 190,000 found pets listed. So the numbers are quite quite astounding wow. in terms of the pet health. Um, wow. Now, reunions, um, I looked at the numbers today, we've got over 175,000 pets recorded as reunited. Wow. But you know, we know that the actual number is higher than that. Uh, as many people don't come back and, and update their listing when their pet does get home. Um, and part of the reason for that is, is simply that You know, there's so many websites that they might have listed on. They just don't remember every one. So they they may not come back to everyone and update them. But I think it's a pretty substantial number. Uh, Wow. The other thing I want to point out, though, is that um, pets get home for many reasons. Sometimes they come home on their own. Or it's their microchip that gets them home. Or the flyer. Or perhaps a volunteer that has made a match. So I don't claim we get every pet home. But I do say that the website, and more importantly, the volunteers using it, absolutely absolutely have helped every pet listed
1: in some way. Wow. That is, that is really impressive. I mean, and, and I always think of that like in terms of what that's doing to help um, reduce the shelter population as well. When those pets um, get back home and, and don't take up space in the shelter, that's uh, that many more uh, animals that can be helped that really do need a new home you know? That is so
0: true. So why should a lost pet owner use help? Well, as far as
2: I know, uh, Helping Lost Pets is the largest database of active lost and found listings in the U.S. and Canada. It also has the largest number of volunteer groups using it, in addition to a large number of shelters and vet clinics. So I do believe we've, I mean, other, there's been other attempts at centralized databases in the past. I think even going back, um, the first one I heard about was actually after Katrina. Um, someone tried to create a centralized database there. Uh, but I think we've made it the furthest. And I, I do give full credit to, again, the people using it, the volunteers, the shelters. I mean, that's what makes it is 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 that and you know that's what's going to continue to grow it is getting more people to use it and be aware of it
1: oh and one of the things that we have really uh now tried to, to tell people because um there is some good other there, there are some good resources local resources out there like the next door app which um is very hyper localized to your neighborhood um and uh, if our, any listeners don't know what that is it's a it's a, it's a neighborhood group. It's nationwide, but it's specific to your neighborhood. Not all neighborhoods have it. But it sends out, um, uh, you know, an alert to your your neighbors about whatever it is that you, you might be selling firewood or you might be missing your pet. And you can put it on there. And it, and it is a very useful thing. Um, and there's also, of course, local Facebook groups uh, by the thousands, probably, um, which are also good. But we we tell people boy if your pet is missing more than 24 hours you need to get it into a centralized database um, and of course we uh, tell them that they need to get into healthy help lost pets because that's the largest one um, because um, if that dog has been picked up and taken across the county line or if it's going to end up in a shelter far away or whatever it really needs to be somewhere or the dog could be missing for months you know it, it needs to be in a database that is searchable um, it, if it's on one of these other Facebook groups or on the Nextdoor app it's going to fade away into nothingness within a few days.
2: That yeah, that is so true and and you know, it doesn't matter what boundary you're talking about. If you're talking about a neighborhood or you're talking about a city or a county line or a state line or even the you know, international border between Canada and US. That's are going to cross those borders because they don't know the borders even there,
0: like, and
2: and and that's the reason why a national centralized database is needed. Uh, you know and good for the local groups and you know other places that you can list, but you know if your pet's missing and as you say if it's missing for more than twenty four hours, that's when you need to start to broaden your search. Yeah. Um, a dog can easily cross, you know. Uh, certain breeds can easily travel, you know, 10, 20 miles in a day. Right, so, right, all the time, you yep. be, yeah. you need to be, you know, yep. get, getting on it. Because the longer your pet's missing, of course, the more opportunity there is for them to travel further.
1: Right. And we, and we always find, too, that the more opportunity there is for somebody else to become emotionally attached to their pet, you know, oh, and, then you have, and then may perhaps not want to return the pet back home. That is so true. Uh So um, how can animal control facilities, vet clinics, police departments, etc, you know, all the different entities um, join helping off pets? And and again, why should they want to?
2: Well, you know, a, a centralized database can only work if everyone uses it. Mm-hmm. And this is why every pet related business and nonprofit should join us. Uh, like take vet clinics and pet supply stores, for example. They have a vested interest in people getting their pet home, because mm-hmm. if your pet doesn't come home, they've just lost a client. Yeah. So they should all join us, yeah. um, you know. And of course, shelters should join us. Um, you know, we don't we don't uh, uh, discount the fact that people still need to go to the shelters, and that's one of the great tips that get passed out by the volunteers. But you know, quite frankly, we get a lot of matches from shelters that use us because. People have either saw the found listing and then have gone to the shelter to confirm or the lost pet listing has come in and, you know, the shelter opens up in the morning and they've got the lost pet and in comes that found pet an hour later. So it's, it's really, really vital that, um, you know, if you're, if you want to save more pets then get on board with a centralized database and to join, it's very simple. Just go to wwwhelpinglostpetscom slash org, O-R-G, and sign up your organization. And, and, and I have, and just one, one more thing to add to that. If you have any problem, always just email us at support at And I,
1: I just realized that we haven't mentioned this, uh, I don't think at all yet today, but is there a cost to join? Well, I
2: was going to point that out of uh at some point back, you know,
1: thank you
2: for uh reinforcing that you know <clears throat> all the services that we provide through the website to the public going to shelters and business it's all free there's there's never been a charge and i also want to point out too that all the volunteer groups that use our website they also provide everything that they do for free mm-hmm. so You know, if you look at the tips they send out, the assistance they provide, oh boy, it it really adds up in terms of hours put in to help uh, pet owners get their pets home. But I'm very proud that we've been able to do this for free, and I'm proud that we partner with so many people that
0: do it all for free as well. I know, it's amazing, isn't it? Um, So how can the public participate? Well, the simplest thing to do is um, if your
2: pet's not missing, then you know maybe try to help someone else to get their pet home. So you can sign up for alerts if you just go to helpinglockpets.com slash alert. Uh, you can uh, volunteer to match Lost and Found Pets. You could join as a volunteer with one of the many groups using the website. If you want to get you know, a little bit more hands-on and and more involved. You can make a donation. I mean, there are really just so many ways that, that you can help if if you uh, if you'd let, have the time and
0: would
1: like to. That's great. Greater and they can here. also
0: and they can receive re- alerts too, right? They can Absolutely. sign up for alerts. Yeah. Yes, yes. And yeah. and
2: those are lost alerts, found alerts, or if you want to adopt a pet, you can get adoptable
1: pet alerts yeah. as well. Yeah. Okay. And and even just, like, sharing our the flyers, once we put them on the page, I mean, that is so helpful, you know. Oh. It just really spreads the message. So, it does. It well, does. It really does. Um, so, so, Rob, just kind of started to wind down here a little bit, but what what's your vision for Helping Lost Pets, and where do you see this five years from now?
2: Well, recently, I'm going to say about six months ago, we partnered with another long standing database called Pet FBI. And, and helping Lost Pet, Pet FBI, Lost Dogs of America, Lost Cats of America, Flying Dog Rescue, and the many shelters and other volunteers, we all see the benefit. We see the number of pets getting home every day. So, you know, in five years, I hope that I'm going to look back and about four and a half years ago, Many of the large and well-known animal welfare organizations will have joined us in that time frame. You know, more uh, pet businesses will have joined, more shelters will have joined. You know, mm-hmm. join us and get behind a centralized lost and found pet registry. This is really, because we've been able to do all this for free, this is really the most cost-effective way of saving pets' lives across Canada across the US just get them home many of these pets in shelters are still um you know they still have a family your yeah. family just
1: doesn't really know how to find them that's the
2: problem
1: mm-hmm. yeah that's that's boy oh, boy that's uh hits close to home for us because that's just what we try to do every day but you know we still <laughs> we still get frustrated sometimes when we see that people don't quite get that you know concept that Those dogs and and cats uh, and birds and sharks and whatever just need to go home. You know, there's a family there waiting for them. Absolutely.
0: Well, Rob, thank you for your time and dedication to getting lost pets home. And do you have anything else to add?
2: Yeah, I would like to say, you know, final thoughts are that, um, you know, I I really want to go back and emphasize a few key points. And one of them is, is, Again, it's the volunteer group using the site that make it make it the best out there, really. And it's all free. And you know, the other thing is you don't need to pay any website or service to list your missing pet. There are many, many totally free services where you can list. List your missing missing family member. Of course, you know, we hope that you list with helping lost pets, but you know, you mentioned next door, there's others out there. You just, there's lots of free help out there. So, you know, if you uh, have the, have a missing pet, list them with us and list them wherever you can. Um, so, you know, if you'd like to join us, if your pet's missing, just go to helpinglostpets.com is the main page. And from there, you'll see links to list your pet or search our map. You know, we're also on other social media as well. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. And... The good thing is, it's always the URL of the website slash helping lost pets. So on Facebook, wwwfacebookcom slash pets. So you know, thank you so much for uh, having having me on today and 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 really everything you've done to advance the cause of a centralized database. It's it's been fabulous.
1: Well, great. Thank you for being on. Um, we we really uh, appreciate all. That you've done you know this just amazing um and and has really given us the opportunity to be able to grow too because you know we used to make every flyer by hand in wisconsin and that was tedious and oh my gosh and i only want to think about going back to those days um so what, what you have been able to provide us in terms of technical uh expertise and uh just being able to help people faster is just truly amazing um so I, we're ready to, to close out this episode. So this is Kathy Pobloski reminding you to never give up. Lost dogs have been recovered weeks, months, and even years after they went missing.
0: This is Susan Taney reminding you that not all stray dogs are homeless. Remember to always assume that a dog you find has an owner somewhere looking for them. We hope the tips we provide in our podcast will help you find your missing dog. And also, I just want to remind you that April 23rd is National Lost Dog Awareness Day. And you can visit our Facebook page, Lost Dogs of America, or our website, lostdogsofamerica.org, for more tips to help you find your missing dog. Thanks for listening.